How you doing? I love Dr. Now. What's up, y'all? Um, I am here. I feel like I have a very zen voice because it's quiet. I sat in a little quietness for a little bit. Um, not on purpose. It's just quiet. Uh, what did I do today? Dialed on my new little stepper machine. Um, my dog, I keep, she's been shedding. So I have put her in all these clothes and she continues to find her way up out of it. So I have bought her a new NFL jersey and my husband didn't want me putting her in it, but it's no choice, man. It's either that or shedding and I can't deal with the shedding. So she has, has kept that on for now. We'll see. Um, yeah, having a dog is fun. Um, and my dog is like the top of the list. They have like the three most laziest dogs and bulldogs are number one and she's a French bulldog. Three was like uh, German Shepherd, one of them Shepherd dogs, and two was like that some kind of basset hound or whatever. But she was number one of being lazy. So there you have it. You want a lazy dog? That's the one you get. Um, other than that, y'all, I didn't do nothing. I watched some mindless TV. Um, yeah, just scroll social media, just just chilling I think I've been so used to like having such a busy schedule in life that when things slow down I'd be like lost like what do I do now what do I do now like I just be lost but I'm I'm enjoy this quiet time because I know how life be life and so yeah um let's see what y'all is talking about in these social media spreets today in life let's see let's see what we got here mm-hmm. Will Smith says that Jada Pinkett Smith is the best friend he has ever had on this planet says he's gonna show up and so her, support her for the rest of his life well, you know, they got some kind of bond. They got some, they know some stuff about each other that don't nobody else know. That's all I'm going to say. Because that's just it. What's the worst cereal you've ever had? Definitely Cocoa Puffs. Disgusting. Some people are saying Fruity Pebbles. Uh, shredded Wheat. <laughs> somebody said, call that the Splinter cereal. Somebody said Lucky Charms. Yeah, once them, them marshmallows is gone. Raisin Bran without the crunch, definitely disgusting. Golden Grounds, yeah, they fell off. I used to love me some Golden Grounds, but they're really bad now. There's so many bad cereals. Rice checks, somebody said corn pops, grape, grape nuts. They used to make, seem like grape nuts tasted so good too. Somebody said kicks, definitely gross. It's a lot of gross cereals. That is true. That is definitely true. Uh, let's see. Five sports have been added to the 2028 Olympics. Flag football, baseball, softball, and lacrosse. I've never watched. The only time I watch Olympics is when they run in. That's it. Or maybe basketball. But that's 
maybe. That's a huge maybe. So Tay Diggs' ex-wife, um, Idina Menzel, speaks about how a race affected their relationship. She said that seemed like the black community didn't like Tay. I mean, but if y'all was in love, y'all should have ignored the black community. You know what I'm saying? But no, interracial relationships is hard, y'all. It's hard. Especially if you're with someone of the European persuasion because a lot of them don't understand the struggle struggles of life and the man, you know? It's hard to, to complain about the man when the man might be your husband or wife's ancestor. So, no, I hats off to people that be out here thriving in the interracial relationships like that. Because it ain't easy. It ain't easy. Let's see what else we got, y'all. And, and we'll talk about this on our story time. I have a video from her mother, but Natalie Holloway's murder suspect gets 20 years for extorting her family and admits to killing her. He finally admitted it after all this time. Um, and I, I told, I always say I went to Aruba last year and I can totally see how easy it is to kill somebody on that island because that island, like, they don't have popo like that. Like, you can really be on parts of that island where nobody is. It's really crazy. Yeah. This was a funny quote. The fact that men think they can spend all their good years whoring about and come back to you in the sunset of their life with an erectile dysfunction, Michael Jordan jeans, and receding hairline is really just crazy. And that is so true. Like, I think someone said that the other day when I'm, they were saying, like, what did you mess up with in marriage or whatever? And it's like, yeah, y'all just get a lot of men come to marriage when they've, like, did all they done out in the streets and now they just want to come be up under somebody and that's it Netflix is considering a price hike following successful crackdown on password sharing they attracted 6 million new subscribers in the third quarter hinting at a potential price hike um I don't really know I mean the password sharing didn't affect my household but I wonder how they how they did it. Like, what did they do? Best Buy to stop selling DVDs by the end of 2023 holiday season. I can honestly say that I have never watched a D. I mean, I haven't watched a DVD in a long time. Hmm.
I was just reading something that I could not understand. Alright, let's uh, get over to the X app. I finally learned to start stop calling it Twitter. Pfizer will price a five-day five course uh, course of its COVID antiviral. Oh, so Paxiloid is out. You guys want to order some anti-COVID medication? They got the pills out, y'all. New Pepper X, which is three times hotter than the previous Guinness Book World Record holder, has hit the market. There's a new pepper out called X if you guys want to try it. It's the hottest pepper around. Challengers and Chargers aren't selling that well right now because the economy is so bad and interest rates are so high. So, this is the final year of production. Y'all want them? This is it. Republicans still have no speaker yet. Young, the actor best known for his Oscar-nominated performance as Sylvester Stallone's sidekick in Rocky, has reportedly died. He was 83 years old. Polly. I'll never forget that Rocky when Polly was trying to beat his sister up and Rocky had to get on him. That wasn't politically correct back then. But I'm glad they captured that because brothers do be jumping on their sisters. 50-year-old man arrested after faking heart attack in 20 restaurants to avoid paying a bill. <laughs> man, 50 restaurants. He was on a roll. United Airlines will change its boarding order next week by letting economy class passengers who have selected window seats to board before those with the middle and aisle seats. Is this going to save time? I don't know. You will still find someone that is going to take their sweet time. I can guarantee you that. threatens to leave America if Donald Trump is re-elected as president. I almost got an ulcer the last time. If he gets in, who knows? This time I will leave the country. 
Well, Cher, you sit here and you suffer with the rest of us. You're rich, you'll be fine. Pepperdine University says four of its students were killed on the side of a roadway in Malibu, California. However, the 22-year-old driver lost control of his vehicle. Rest in peace, those guys. Um, happy birthday to father of rock and roll Chuck Berry. He would have been 97 today. Caitlyn Jenner is writing a tell-all to expose the Kardashian-Jenner secrets. Listen, this Jada Pinkett thing is getting out of control because everybody doing this now, they're just ready to tell it all. I think we've become so uninterested in their lives now that <laughs> they just like, you know what, fine, we're just going to tell everything. So Netflix is wanting to go basic $11.99 premium up to $22.99. What are you getting for $22.99? Like, I would pay $22.99 if I'm getting the movies that are in the movie theater. Theater. Curse, stupid lisp. Violent crime has decreased pre-pandemic levels, according to the FBI. Interesting take. Some people don't believe that. Kentucky Distribution Center has been fined 30000 after the U.S. Department of Labor found illegally employed children. Sarah Silverman is trending. I know she says something real crazy because she do. She said, if Hamas didn't spend a billion dollars on terrorism, they would be able to build the infrastructure to support themselves. And people are mad at her. Sarah Silverman knows how to always mess with the internet. It never fails. They get really mad at her. Um, let's get into my husband's favorite part of the show and my best friend's Reddit. Y'all love these dang on Reddit's. And I and and I like them too. I just don't be wanting to read like that, y'all. But let's go ahead and get into this, baby. Let's see what we got. Give <laughs> me Come on, load it up. What outdated or obsolete tech are you still using and are perfectly happy with? I would still be using phones with the real buttons on them, but they're gone. But I held on to my BlackBerry forever, man. And I got excited when they were going to like make a BlackBerry, but it just was, it just never did what it did. But I use a lot of outdated electronics. I use... I still got a huge tablet. Um, I still use TVs that aren't smart. I just plug a little Chromecast in the back. I actually almost prefer that because those TVs still actually have buttons on them for power and volume. 
you know, to be trying to find a remote. Let's see what y'all are saying. Adobe CS4. Physical buttons. I hate touchscreen. I still take a notepad and pen with into every meeting. Smart. Printers that could print without a subscription. They got subscription printers now. 25-year-old Honda Accord. Somebody still has a DS Lite. Game cubes. Somebody said I still have CDs. Watches that only tell the time. Yeah, yeah, I got these watches that just do everything. A calculator. Sega Genesis. Interesting. Vegans that are eating meat again. What happened? I went vegan for like 40 days. Um, definitely miss bacon and shrimp out of all the meats. Somebody said homeless and pregnant. I know somebody who was vegetarian for 13 years simply because someone told them they couldn't do it. I guess he figured 13 years was enough to prove a point and went back to eating meat later. I was raised vegetarian, so I never had meat before. Once I was on vacation with my best friend and his parents made steak just for the two of us. I ate it purely out of politeness, and it was the best thing I ever had in my whole life. <laughs> a lot of people just smelt meat or had meat and they just took it. <clears throat> like barbecue smells so good, man. Somebody said, I still eat mostly vegetarian food and have done all my life. However, my husband was diagnosed with um, ulcerative colitis and something, which means that I, I, that a fi- high fiber, lower iron diet is not an option. And a lot of substitutes aren't gluten-free. More often than not, when he has meat, I'll, ha- I'll leave it or have the vegetable equivalent. But there is just not enough hours in a day to make two separate lasagnas and sauce. <clears throat> I got through phases of what meat I like. Like, I I went through an egg phase, but now I don't want any eggs. I just, I go through phases where I like certain foods and then I don't want any more. Like, I, I do love having fish. Um, I'll always love a good burger. But I go through my phases of chicken and stuff like that. Sometimes I don't want any of that. Um, let's see what else. What's the dumbest thing you've heard someone say? It's too many of them, but I'm going to read y'all's because it's too many of them. Same person. Who makes the bird nest for the birds? I just kept driving on the motorway. I thought it would come back around eventually. I tried to come to work one time, but it's impossible. I live 10 minutes away and I already leave 10 minutes before work starts. don't know what that means. When talking about flying in a plane, I was telling her about amazing view when you break through the top of the clouds. What do you mean? There's nothing past the clouds. 
My sister did an online ancestry test and shared the results. My brother apparently forgot how DNA works and made fun of her calling her white trash until she responded, we share the same DNA. <laughs> when I was growing up, I had an older cousin ask, why are we going to the moon if it is the main cause of madness and insanity? That's kind of a valid question. I don't care if bees become extinct. I don't even like honey. My friend once said, you can drive to Kenya. We live in South Africa. And she goes to one of the top private schools in our province. Working in a restaurant when I was young, customer, there's a problem with my salmon. It smells and tastes like fish. Me, well, I'm not surprised it is fish. Customer, salmon is a fruit. I've been vegan for 20 years. I know what a fruit is. She was easily 50 years old. Yeah. Interesting. Men who dated influencers, what it was it like, and did you know them before y'all went out? I went on a date with a girl with a really big Instagram following, somewhere around 100,000. She was really nice, fun, generally polite, but man, she was glued to her phone. She legitimately must have taken 200 pictures in three hours, ruined a date, and was constantly apologizing for being on her phone so much, and her excuse was that it was her job. But it was just hard to get past. Made me feel like she didn't want to be there. I bet it would be hard, like, dating an influencer. Like, me, as much as I like doing this and, like, creating content, I guess, I wouldn't want to be, like, on camera all the time and engaging with people. It's more easy to just, like, read people's comments and reply back when I can versus, like, live streaming and all that. I could never do that. Man, at what age did you really think you matured and grew up? I'm quite, I'm, I want to know this answer too. If you think you're finished, you're not done. Somebody said 35. I don't think you mature by age, you mature by experience and everything that happens to you in your life. Um, somebody said 40. Somebody said 61 and still waiting. A lot of people are saying 35, but now at 40, I will relapse into an immature idiot. So never, great, wonderful, wonderful news, ladies. They never grow up. What are situations you feel unsafe in, but most men are not worth you feeling safe in? Any closed space with a man, for real. Elevator, stairwell, anywhere. Taking my kids in a walk down a nature path, yeah. Elevators and stairwells, see? Parking ramps. 
I get, I don't know what it is about parking garages and stuff. And I can be in there with my husband, but I get like such anxiety because I feel like, especially he has a truck and he has, we have scraped the top, but I always worry. I always feel like those things are just going to hit us and crash the window. Those things that sit low. I don't, I, I hate parking garages for real. I really do. Do you put deodorant on right after your shower, even if you're not planning on going out or going straight to bed? I do put on deodorant. Um, I don't like not having deodorant on, but I have went to bed sometime after my shower and just, you know, somebody says yes, because it's way better. You can sweat when in bed or at home. Yes, I put on deodorant after I bathe 100% of the time. Um, yes, doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'm going somewhere then I won't sweat somebody said only in the mornings yeah no as soon as I if, if I don't if I purposely don't I'll still feel like I should put it on and if I don't put it on I'll at least put powder under my arms like if I'm going to bed I just gotta have some freshness up under there but let me get to these story times because I do have a lot of story times broke my heart that I could never do it for him I'll never forget the day we sat on our couch in the living room and he was like I just want to have a really honest conversation with you and I just want you to like tell me exactly what it is not this cute answer not what you think I want to hear none of that shit you've been telling me that you working on it and it's just you and you in your head and all that like for real and I told him the truth it's a disconnect like I'm not naturally attracted to you in that way and it's probably nothing that you can do about it and his face it was like you remember Mortal Kombat when he would go in the chest and mm-hmm. smash the heart out? That's what I felt like I did. In this whole be honest with me, I was like, the man asked me for honesty and I gave it to him, but I don't think that that's what he was thinking I was going to say. And that was pretty much the beginning of the end of our relationship. Yeah, I can imagine. Then the weird part for us, that was when the whole open relationship dynamic was introduced and almost as a means to save our relationship. And in the moment, I didn't think that that's what it was, but I later learned that that was like last ditch effort and a really, really, really bad effort because it pretty much tore us apart. I wish we had never done it. I don't have a lot of regrets about anything in life. That's one thing I very much wish we never did. It wasn't for us. And that's also not something you should do to save your relationship. Threesomes, bringing other people into your bedroom to save your relationship really 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 bad idea if it's something you all just like you think it might be sexy or cool great knock yourselves out but bringing a person in because you're trying to put a band-aid on something super bad idea i could have told her that but i do wonder how you just be with somebody for 16 years because that's how long they were together and they just like lose attraction i just i'm interested to see what happened there because it's kind of I don't know. I mean, you know, people go get older or, or change or whatever like that. But this is interesting that you can completely like just lose all attraction. Like, for, especially for women, it had to be something really bad to so where you're no longer attracted to your spouse. No time for an introduction. Let's go ahead and get into it. Today we're going to be talking about Scary Poppins, Tracy Lynn Garner. They're staring at me. 
Now, Tracy was born Morris Garner, but at some point in time, they had reassignment surgery. And with this reassignment, changed their name to Tracy. Now, Tracy had a friend. Her name was Natasha Stewart, a.k.a. Pebbles the Model. Well, if I could just... Nicki Minaj, who? Nicki Minaj, who? Now, I'm not saying go get surgery and make yourself beautiful. You are already beautiful, but I'm not against it. Now, Pebbles was an adult entertainer. And a lot of people noticed her huge assets that she flaunted. And one of the people that noticed was Karima Gordon. Now, Karima lived in Atlanta, but she was already a model in the Virgin Islands. I mean, she bad already. The fuck? But like a lot of women, she also wanted to have butt injections. Now, Karima met Natasha online. There was an advertisement on Craigslist for beauty enhancement. And they actually communicated for a few years online via email. Now, online, Karima was telling Pebbles that she actually wanted a butt like Pebbles. And supposedly, Pebbles had to be getting her butt injections done by Tracy for a few years. So she was very hesitant to give information, but they somehow still communicated. In February of 2012, Karima flew to Queens, New York to meet with Pebbles. Karima also brought a friend with her. Her name was Angelina. At this party in Queens that was hosted by Pebbles, she was finally given into the idea of possibly giving her information on how to get her butt injections. And it was also there that Pebbles discussed with Karima that there was going to be a $200 referral fee to getting her butt done. Pebbles told Karima that she had a friend who was a nurse who could actually assist her. And so it was all down for it. On March of 15, 2012, that's when Pebbles finally gave Karima the address to meet up with Tracy. So on the 16th, Karima and her friend Angelina, they left Atlanta and they drove all the way to Jackson, Mississippi. Now, before they actually left on this trip, Pebbles actually contacted Karima the morning they were leaving out and said that she was going to be out of town. So they had to green dot the money over to her. Remember that $200 referral money that they talked about in Queens, New York? That money. So on March the 16th, 2012, Karima and her friend Angelina drove to the address that was given to them. However, they found out that the address that was given to them actually wasn't Tracy's house. It was a Walgreens. After a phone call discussion, it was determined that they actually had to do the $200 referral through the green dot before they would get Tracy's address. So they did that. After that was done, Pebbles contacted Tracy to verify the numbers on the green dot card, and then they got confirmation that the money had gone through. Then they got Tracy's number. So Karima and Angelina pulled up at Tracy's house, and they were met by... They were met by Tracy. Now, when Angelina saw Tracy, she was like, <laughs> And it was right then and there that Angelina decided, she was like, I'm not getting no injections from you. However, Karima decided she wanted to go ahead through the process. Now, when Tracy answered the door, she was wearing scrubs and she presented herself as a nurse. And fine-ass, line-ass, thick-ass pebbles the body, she also said that Tracy was a nurse. Now, me personally... I'm going to refuse all treatments from somebody that look like they eat little kids. Angelina waited up front in a waiting area while Tracy took Karima to the back of the house and went on with the procedures. After the injections were done, before they even left the house, Karima was already coughing before they walked out the door. And Tracy told Karima to just take some Benadryl and some cough syrup. Like, you'll be alright. And immediately, Angelina and Karima took the drive all the way back to Atlanta. Her cough was really, really bad. They actually had to stop several times on the drive back so that Karima could defecate on the side of the road because her body was just going through some things. 
They were also told not to stop at any hospital and don't tell anybody what was going on. Now, Angelina, which is Karima's friend, she was like, no, you got to go to the doctor. So when they got to Stockbridge, Georgia, they actually stopped at the emergency room, but they did not tell the doctors what had just happened. And when the doctors asked her about her cough, they told the doctors that she was a smoker. And then the next day they released her, but she came back two days later because her symptoms were getting worse. Now on this next visit, the doctor tried to treat them for pneumonia, but they did finally end up telling the doctors, thank God at that point in time, that she had illegal butt injections. They tried to treat her, but at that point it was too late. And on March the 24th, eight days later after she got her injections, Unfortunately, Karima passed. And y'all, when they were doing her autopsy, the stuff that came out of her body is so gross. So then an investigation started. They went over to Tracy's house to figure out what exactly was done to Karima. Inside Tracy's house, they found over 100 needles, several large syringes that said for veterinary use only, meaning that these syringes and needles were for animals. 10 bottles of super glue, the same super glue that Tracy used to fill in Karima's injection spots, a whole lot of cotton balls, a massage table, and a large container of silicone. But now this wasn't injection grade silicone. This was silicone that you get from Lowe's and Home Depot. Tracy was using industrial grade silicone that you use to seal cracks in your shower and put it inside women's asses. So then they went to court. It was heavily argued that there was actually silicone that was already inside Karima's body before she actually had this done. And this other silicone injection actually could have been the one that actually killed her, not what Tracy did. There was actually medical records where the family said that, yes, she actually had injections before. Karima's friend, Angelina, she was like, no, she had never had butt injections. If she had, she would have told me she never had anything. Now, remember, Tracy said that she was a nurse. However, someone has something else to say about that. Helene Youngblood, who was the administrator for the Willow Creek Nursing Home, actually came forth and was like, yeah, Tracy did work with us from October 2000 to December of 2010. However, this bitch was no damn nurse. Tracy was up in the kitchen busting suds. Tracy was a cook that worked for the dietary department, not no doggone nurse. Neither was Tracy a licensed massage therapist. So everything that they were told was just lies. The lies. There you the go. Lies. There, bitch. The lies. What was the I reason? Said, hey, what was the reason, bitch? At the end, Tracy was sentenced to life for homicide and murder, plus an extra five years for wire fraud. Tracy only completed three and a half years of that sentence and died January the 14th, 2018, while they were 58 years old. Now, I actually worked at the prison where Tracy was, but I wasn't there while Tracy was actually there. But I actually have a friend who was there. And she told me, she said, Tracy was a big bitch. Remember, ladies, this is all fun and games while you're young. But like I said, I ain't against it. So you do whatever you freak you want to do. Just be careful. And above all, love yourself, no matter how you look. But this story crazy, right? Very crazy. Today, I can tell you with certainty that after 18 years, Natalie's case, it's solved. As far as I'm concerned, it's over. It's over. Yaron Vandersloot is no longer the suspect in my daughter's murder. He is the killer. In the course of his felony prosecution, here for extortion and wire fraud indictment, he gave a proffer in which he finally confessed that he killed Natalie. He described when and how he killed her, 
He said that after killing her on the beach in Aruba, he put her into the water, and that was the last that he ever saw her. Yaron Vandersloot's confession means we have finally reached the end of our never-ending nightmare. And for me, reaching the end of the nightmare, being over is better than closure. We finally, today, we got justice for Natalie. Twenty years ago, I was kidnapped from my friend's front yard by a man that was a total stranger, and I found out later a serial killer. I had spent the night with a friend. My friend and I called another friend who lived at the lake, and she invited us over. And I mean, a day in the sun by the water? Are you kidding? Of course we're there. So we called my friend's mom, and she asked if there was anything that we needed to do before we left the house. And her mom asked if we could just water the plants. So. My friend wanted to take a shower. I volunteered to do that, and that was the beginning of a different phase of my life and a decision that probably saved my friend's life and definitely changed my life. I was outside watering the plants. I had no shoes on, and I was 15. I was getting ready to get my license. I had driven my mom's boyfriend's car, and it was a Pontiac Trans Am, and I, and I loved the car. So when one drove by on the way out of the neighborhood, I noticed it. It's not a thing that I maybe would have noticed normally, but I noticed this car. So when it came back into the neighborhood, I immediately noticed it again. Uh, it pulled directly into the driveway and gets out of the car, uh, comes directly over to me. He has a binder uh, in his hands. He is wearing like a button down shirt. He's wearing jeans. He looks relatively clean cut and he says that he was driving around, he saw me outside, he had some magazines or some pamphlets that he was giving out, and he asked if my parents were home. Now, I knew not to tell people that I was home alone, but you're in the moment, and you know, you just respond authentically. So I said, this is my friend's house, and he asked if her mom was home, and I said no. He said, okay, well, I'll just leave these for you. This whole interchange, he's a good distance away from me, and so no red flags, until he reached in to give me the pamphlets, and that's when I felt a press to the side of my neck. My reaction was to freeze. So when I felt the cold metal on my neck, and he said, come with me, I said, stop. And he said, why don't you come with me? And kind of, you know, presses in a little bit. And, um, and I did. I walked around to the driver's side, he opened the door, I put the seat forward and said, get in. I looked in the back seat and there was a plastic container and he said, get in the container. So my survival mechanism was to remain calm and attempt to appease him so that he at some point will let his guard down and I'll be able to escape. We drive for about 10 minutes before he pulls over to the side of the road, takes the lid off of the container. And at that point he puts a ball gag in my mouth and restrains me and tells me to scream as loud as I can, which I do. And he says, okay, good. And then he drives for a couple more minutes before he stops, picks up the container with me in it and carries it short way and drags it over a threshold into his apartment where I am for the next 18 hours. So that's going to be a Lifetime movie as well that's coming out. And I forgot to capture her name. When I do, I'll tell you. Obviously, she lived. But yeah. 
I have another theory that I want to share with you. Most patients who have had previous bariatric bypass surgery, they lose a lot of weight, but not enough, okay? So a lot of them, particularly in Hollywood, are on the Ozempic type drugs. Now, I don't know that she was on that. What do we really know about how Lisa Marie Presley died? I'm Dr. Daniel Rosen. I'm a board certified general surgeon who specializes in bariatric surgery and obesity medicine. I paid $75 for the LA County Coroner's autopsy report for Lisa Marie Presley. And here's what I learned. A lot of people know Lisa Marie Presley had bariatric surgery. I was under the assumption that she had a gastric bypass. She didn't. Lisa Marie Presley had what's known as a duodenal switch. What is that? That's when you take the stomach and you do a sleeve gastrectomy on it to make it very skinny. And then you take the intestines that are attached to the end of the stomach and you divide it. Then you go down the length of the intestines and this is gonna be a long time because Lisa Marie had 700 centimeters of intestine bypass. That's 20 three feet of intestine, which is about here. And she had that attached to her stomach, her sleeve, and the food would just go to the very last parts of her intestine. And the problem is that all this other intestine ended up becoming herniated through what's called an internal hernia and became incarcerated and twisted and strangulated. And strangulated means that the blood supply to that intestine got kinked off. And the autopsy report says that all 900 centimeters of her intestine, which is 30 feet of intestines, was dusky gray and black in some places from ischemia and necrosis. Lisa Marie Presley had a duodenal switch, not a gastric bypass. She had an internal hernia with herniation of her entire intestinal length into that hole where it became strangulated, lost blood supply, and that intestine died. And that's what ended up causing her death. This is a unfortunate consequence of intestinal bypass surgeries that we see rarely from time to time. Why would you get a duodenal switch? Well, it offers the best weight loss of all weight loss operations, and it offers the best opportunity for resolution of diabetes. She may have wanted to just get the most powerful weight loss operation, and in discussion with her surgery, I presume that this was the operation that they felt was right for her. But I was really bothered by all the conspiracies that were out there dragging her after her death. There was not any type of high levels of drugs in her system, just therapeutic levels of prescribed medication, there was not GLP-1s in her system. I know bariatric surgery is a complex topic. If you have any questions about bariatric surgery, about this specific instance where bariatric surgery ended up with a tragic outcome, put your comments and questions below. I'll do my best to get to them. That stuff be so scary, man. And you think Lisa Marie Presley has money and, you know, the fact that her intestines was knotted and dying and woof. Yeah, but guess what? I'll be back tomorrow because I had a lot more to go, but we'd be here all day. You guys would like that, wouldn't you? But I can't. I'll be back tomorrow. Toodles.